0: By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area.
1: It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. It is BS.show, an old Roy Orbison song, believe it or not. Going back a little bit for that one, that's actually a naughty. I think that came out in what, 2002, 2003, Celine Dion, did you know that one? I do know that, Brad, that's, that's so good. Shelly, do you ever drive at 40 miles an hour in the interstate?
0: All the time. I'm right behind you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: and I'm passing you in the right lane.
1: I heard this last night. I thought to myself, can this be true? And I did some research on it. You think we got problems with the police here in St. Louis? Police quitting? New York City.
0: Sometimes I do, yes.
1: New York City, last year, 2022, 3,701 police officers left the ranks of the New York City Police Department. Wow. 1,955 retired and 1,746 just quit. Now, once again, they lost 37, 37, over 3,700 officers last year. In 2021, they lost uh, 2,811. In 2020, during the pandemic thing, they lost 3,315 police officers. Now, keep in mind Yowza. that if they have a full class at the academy, If they have a full class and graduate every single police officer, it's only 1,200 police officers through the academy in a year. So they've lost almost – well, according to this, 1,200 times three would be 3,600. They've lost three years' worth of academy grads in one year in 2022. You know, I know there's all this stuff going on with the Tyree thing in Memphis and the whole bit. I still don't understand why Al Sharpton and the new guy the new the, the guy who's going to take him over this attorney, what's this guy's name the black guy who every time there's a thing he shows up and he's the he, his 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 parents whoever they got beat up or killed or something like that uh you know his he's now the new attorney guy he's just flying all over the country. they're saying this is white you know because of white people that they beat that guy beat that poor guy in Memphis to death. Okay, explain it they to
0: me. weren't white it
1: was I don't I don't understand it five black cops they beat the daylights out of a black it dude. really
0: doesn't matter what color they are what matters is that this man lost his life
1: Well I, once again I agree with you but yet they're saying well it's not it's not you know like the the Minneapolis thing was the George Floyd thing it was five white dudes killed a black guy well actually one guy killed him but that's a whole other story anyway we won't talk about that anymore um, Lots of stuff to talk about this morning uh crazy stuff yesterday, do you know about this deal? Yesterday they had this big deal up in Washington state where the very last 747 came off the production line. Aww. And it was delivered, matter of fact, they sure. haven't they haven't made a passenger 747 in a while. This is like a cargo plane. And it's interesting. You know who one of the guest speakers was at this? They had a memorial, you know, service, you know, like a celebration of the last one, and they had all these various people uh, come out and talk about it. And the guest speaker was, and it was a surprise guest speaker. You'll never guess. If I gave you a hundred guesses, you'll never guess who showed up and made a presentation at the uh, the uh, unveiling of the last seven forty seven to roll off the line at Boeing's place up there in Washington. Take a guess. I'll give you three guesses.
0: Donald Trump.
1: No, I'll give you guess in that it's a, it's a, it's a movie star and it's a guy.
0: Richard Gere.
1: No, and I'll give you a little bit more of a hint. He is a movie star who has had tons and tons and tons of hit movies, and he is also a certified 747 pilot.
0: John Travolta.
1: Exactly. John Travolta showed up and yeah. made a guest appearance. John Travolta, I believe, still has his own 707, which is the old four-engine Boeing. That was like the first jet engine plane that Boeing came out with. that became a very successful commercial airliner. And the reason the 747 is going out of production, except make for... room ex- for the
0: 757? No,
1: 757. I don't even know if they make those anymore or not. I think they're... I didn't
0: even know they made them. I was Oh, yeah,
1: they, they made... They, that silly. Was, matter of fact, the 757, I think two of the planes that crashed into the uh, World Train Center back on 9-11 were 757s. A- anyway, the reason is that. because almost all the planes now have gone back to two engines. It used to be the way the rules were, and I believe there's, these were international rules. I knew they were FAA rules. But if you had a passenger plane that carried, I think, more than 50 people and it went across an ocean like the Atlantic Ocean, or the Pacific Ocean, it had to have at least three engines. So most of the planes that flew back and forth between, you know, back in the day, the 707s had four engines. And then they came out with the 727, which had three engines, and then they change the rules because the engines have become much more reliable. And not only that, they become much more sophisticated and powerful so that even if you're down to one engine, you can still safely fly the plane. I'm thinking to myself, I don't know about that if you're over the Atlantic Ocean. See, it's interesting because I read this as all also too, and I didn't even realize this. When you fly from United States into Europe, like let's say you're flying from New York to Heathrow in England, you're always within a couple hundred miles of land. And typically, they're flying at, you know, at thirty, forty thousand 40,000 feet. They're way up there. So if they lose the engines, conceivably, they could glide to like Iceland or Greenland or something like that, okay? In the Pacific, different story. Once you get off the coast of the United States, there's nothing. Because there are really no islands, I mean, of any consequence, between the United States, continental United States, and Hawaii. I mean, and that's like, I don't know how many thousand miles is it is. It's a long way to Hawaii. When you leave, even if you fly from LA, I think it's like five or six hours, something like that. It's,
0: is it really? Because yeah, Tiffany and I, along with her bonus daughter, Eden, yeah? are going to Hawaii. When? We haven't decided.
1: Oh, so in other words, you're, you're going to leave me here and I'm going to be stuck here doing the show by myself for like two weeks?
0: No, I'll just do it from there.
1: <laughs> yeah, right.
0: <laughs> I will.
1: Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. no yeah. and you know what time you'll have to get up in the morning you have to get up at like two o'clock in the morning because
0: I, i'm up every morning at that time anyway
1: because right now it's 7 13 in the morning in denver it's 6 13 in la it's 5 13 in hawaii i think it'd be like 2 13 or 1 13 or something like that right now in hawaii So, you just stay up late from partying. You just, you know, just party. Yeah, that's
0: me, the partier.
1: Party your head off and, oh, hey, hey, I got to be back at the hotel room. I got to do my show. It's, we go on the air at one o'clock, right?
0: Yes. I'm going (laughs) to drive back in my BMW. (laughs) What? From Hawaii? (laughs) Isn't that funny?
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Here's, this is interesting. You know who Bernie Sanders is, right? I do. Bernie Sanders is is a socialist. I saying, you know, and I've heard this story when him and his wife got married, guess where they honeymooned?
0: Um, I have no clue.
1: Oh, the honeymoon capital of the world, Moscow, Russia. <laughs>
0: I bet that was beautiful. <laughs> who,
1: who honeymoons in Moscow, Bernie does. Okay. Self-proclaimed democratic socialist Bernie Sanders has critics calling out hypocrisy and asking why he's suddenly apparently embracing capitalism for an upcoming book tour. If you want to meet Bernie Sanders, he'll, the book is going to be is 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 it's uh, the book is called "It's Okay to Be Angry About Capitalism." He's anti-capitalist, okay? The book sells for twenty-two dollars, and you can go online and go to a special signing session where you can meet him personally
0: for ninety-five bucks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mister Socialist, yes, you can meet him. And
0: everyone always has a a little getcha, don't they? Well, but you know, once again
1: if you if you know Ooh, the how whole How can
0: I monetize this? But, I know. Well, but the whole idea what about behind this. It, how can we monetize this? He's an there anti you go.
1: he's an anti-capitalist but he has 3 houses. You know, it's like, okay, let me think about this. Raise that's the charm? Well, that's like somebody saying, "I I don't like fancy cars, but I have a Rolls-Royce, a Mercedes, <laughs> a a Ferrari and a Lamborghini." A okay, and a Bentley. Okay, now, hold on a minute. I thought you didn't like, oh, I don't like fancy cars. I, I, you know, whoa, oh, you got it. Well, my Lamborghini's not that fancy. It's one of the base models. And my Ferrari, it's one of the cheaper ones. Yeah, well, right. A, a new Ferrari starts at like a half million dollars. Well, well, I, I didn't pay that far. It had a little scratch on the fender. I paid 425 for it. You know, okay, whatever. <laughs> People are calling him out saying, okay, Bernie. <laughs> and, and, and $95 to see him. <laughs> and and some there's a comment said, Why would you want to pay $95? We can watch them all day for free on C SPAN. <laughs> which word. Is, which is pretty funny, which is true. Bernie Sanders, 95 bucks. Uh hold on. Let me here's another one. Um, all these things to talk about this morning. Uh oh, I did. Th- I was going to tell my story.
0: Tell your story.
1: <sighs> Today's Thursday, right? It is. This happened to me on Tuesday.
0: It's Groundhog Day, Brad.
1: It is. And I just heard that Puxitani Phil saw his shadows. That means six more weeks of winter. Did he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who pays, oh, it? Who pays attention to that rodent. anyway? Yeah, that's a little rodent. Let's take him out. You know,
0: <laughs> Where's Pez when you need him? <laughs>
1: right. Where's Pez, Pez Control? Hey, Pez guys.
0: Josh you yeah, get- need to get up there and teach that <laughs>
1: go, go get rodent what go, go- for in here too. Go get that Phil guy. Put him in a trap. Send him somewhere. Okay.
0: Yeah. Relocate him.
1: Last week on my phone, I have an AT&T phone. Okay, last week I got a text, and it's not the first time I've gotten this text. I've gotten this text for several times. I For 20 years, I had a phone with Sprint. When Sprint merged with T-Mobile, they were going to change the plans all around. Like, eh, I'll shop it around, so I went to AT&T. Okay, occasionally I get this text. Let me pull it up so I can find it real quick here. Matter of fact, I screenshotted it because I when I went to the AT&T store to essentially plead my case of what the heck was going on, I get this text and it says, we, we we hope you're enjoying your wireless service. We have a limited time payment offer that may lower your monthly charges if needed. Please call us today at 888-789-9730. Okay? So I've gotten this message back in October. I got it back in November. And I got it last Wednesday. So I called the number Thursday night. And a nice guy from at and answered the phone. Hi, how can I help you? I mean, a real live person answered the phone. And I said, I got this text message. And he says, uh, and he says, oh, yeah. He says, what's your phone number? I'm thinking, okay, that's sort of weird. Wouldn't he have it come, come up on caller ID? So I give him my phone number. So he says, oh, yeah, yeah, we can help you out. Matter of fact, we can take $70.83 off this month's bill. I said, okay, fine. So he says, uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to text you a link. And he says, I need to pay the balance of your bill minus the 78, $70.83. I'll text you a link, and you can just plug in your credit card, and you can pay that. And he says, I'll stay on the phone with you because I'll see when it goes through the system. So I said, okay, fine. I was driving at the time, so I actually had pulled over. And got out my credit card and punched in my credit card number and you know a couple seconds. Okay, I just saw it come through. Okay, you're all paid up, and we've deducted from your payment. In other words, he gave me what the payment amount was, minus the 78 dollars and eighty three cents, which I paid. Okay. So he says you're all current, okay? Tuesday morning, I go to use my phone after I get off the air and I try to make a call and I get the doom doom doom. Your phone has been disconnected for lack of payment. And I'm going, well, hold on a minute now. I just paid it Thursday with that dude on the phone. So I'm going like, okay, I'll talk to a person. Well, you can no longer, if your phone is disconnected, at least back in the day, you could talk to someone. You couldn't make phone calls on it, but you could talk to somebody at AT AT&T. You can no longer do that. If your phone's disconnected, your cell phone's disconnected, you have to pay. You can't, in other words, your phone has now become a brick, It will do nothing. You can't talk to a live body. You're holding your hostage. You got to pay the bill. So I'm going like, I paid my bill last Thursday. So I think to myself, OMG, I got scammed. That wasn't a real deal. So I go and I go to the office and I pull up the computer and I pull up my my credit card bill. And sure enough, it says AT&T. You paid, you know, the majority of the bill was like $120 or something like that. So I'm going, okay, I don't quite understand what's going on here. My phone's disconnected. It shows that that money went to AT&T, so, but I can't call AT&T. So I drove down to the AT&T store there in mid Mall right in front mm-hmm. of the Deerbergs, right off of 364. Okay, you know what we're okay. talking about. Not too far from your house. Right. I walk in. There's a bunch of people there. They take your name, and you know, and finally they call you. I sit down at this table with a lady, and I explain to her, and she looks at me. She says, sir, you've been scammed. I go, that's what I was afraid of. She says, and I showed her the text message. She says, that's not one of our numbers. We don't know what number that is. We wouldn't. We don't ever do that. We never give anybody a discount. Yeah, thanks, AT&T. You know, they never give anybody a discount. She says, the problem is you're going to have to pay your entire bill over again because you have been scammed. And I, and I, and what was interesting was I also, when I was at the office, I screenshotted my credit card bill. And I go, well, look, here's where it said the payment went to. It's AT&T. It's got your information on the whole bit. She says, "Well, they were just probably, you know, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Faking, you know, phishing. Yeah, it was like phishing account that, you know, it was like it was like AT&T AT-T mobility or something like that. It's some fake yeah. account, you know, that was close to them." So, she says, "You'll have to pay the entire account." So she grabs her little tablet. She says, let me see how much that is. Because she says, you can make a credit. I said, so In other words, I got scammed out of whatever, 100, 170 bucks, or whatever it was. She says, yes, I'm sorry to tell you that. Then she gets this weird look in her face. She goes, well, hold on a minute now. It shows that you did make that payment last week. And I go, well, then why is my phone turned off? Are you ready for this? Yeah. My phone was turned off because the discount the guy was supposed to give me didn't happen and I was $70.83 short on my bill so they turned me off because of the fact that I had the discount the guy gave me which he didn't give me and they turned me off and now I have to pay so I had to pay him I had to pay her the $70.83 to get my phone turned back on
0: plus they charged me $40 disconnect fee and I go oh that's when you speak with the manager
1: I'm going like time out I'm in, the, mm-hmm. I'm in the, I'm in the, I'm in the AT and T store, and that's exactly what I said. I said, "Are you the manager?" She says, "Yes, I've been here 13 years." I said, "Can you fix this for me?" She says, "No, you have to call the 800 number." <laughs> I said, "I'm sitting in your store. This is an AT and T owned store, right?" Yes. Yes. Not a, there not is. a franchise. This is an AT and T owned store. You can't fix this for me? Nope. You have to call the 800 number. I'm going like, I give up. <laughs> I mean, this customer service sucks. Okay, so then I get in my car, and I'm frustrated. You know what happens when I get frustrated? What? You know what makes my day? What? I go eat at Freddy's.
0: Excuse (laughs) me, I'm sorry. (laughs) Did I do that out loud?
1: I go eat at Freddy's, Mm. and I'm sitting down, eating my—I get my my food, I get my burger, and I'm sitting there eating my kid's meal. And by the way, once again, inflation— a year and a half ago, you could buy a kids' meal with tax for five dollars and twenty-five cents. Then it went up to five forty, and then five seventy-five. Now it's six fifty with tax. Just I
0: went c- to Culver's and got a three-piece Atlantic cod. Yeah, it was almost eighteen dollars.
1: Don't hey, don't tell me about it. You go to you go to Cane's and three-piece chicken meal is now almost ten dollars. It's just like it's like things I have mean, just gotten out of control. What? Yeah, I know it's gotten crazy. <laughs> okay, so so I go to Cul to Freddie's. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting down at Freddy's, minding my own business, Mm -hmm. eating my food, and a lady comes up to me. Now, here's where it gets interesting because of the fact that you have told me, and the smartest woman in the world, I sent the video to them. And you've told me not to post this video because it will embarrass the woman.
0: You did do it, didn't you?
1: I did not. But I'm I'm going to play the audio right now. I'm sitting down at my table by myself, Mm -hmm. eating my food at Freddy's, and a lady comes up to me and starts talking to me. And starts quoting Bible passages to me. And I'm going like, okay, am I being punked? Is this like a joke? Is this somebody like a hidden camera? Is this one of my friends out in the car, you know, doing this for like a ha-ha, funny, funny YouTube video where Brad's supposedly being talked to by some lady who's trying to, you know, convert him to her church or something like that. So I said to the lady, I said, do you mind if I record this? And she says, fine. So for the next minute, she proceeds to stand next to me and show me her phone and show me Bible passages. So here, I will play the audio. You ready for this?
0: Yeah. Yep. This scripture came up, Luke 1311. 11. Okay. And told, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity, 18 years, and was bowed over. We no- I not- we noticed your back. And together. Now here, I'll and- stop it
1: for a minute. She reads Luke 13, 11, which, which says something to the fact that Jesus was in a synagogue and there was a lady who had a back problem and she could not stand up straight. And 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 Jesus put her hands on her and straightened her up, fixed her back, and then she says to me, "I saw you walk. I don't know if you heard that." She says, "I saw you walk, and I saw your back." Okay, I'm playing play more of the video. Here we go. You notice my back.
0: Your back is
1: (laughs) (laughs) I said, "You notice my back," and she says, "Yes, I notice your back. You can't stand up straight." She's you know nice lady at Freddy's. Okay, so I'll keep going here. What's wrong with my back?
0: Well, you're walking with stiff on your back.
1: I'm walking stiff in my back. <laughs> so, Which was true. So she goes on to say. And you know why that is? Why is that? Because I get my butt kicked too many
0: times. Oh, well, anyway, this scripture came she's out. Like, oh, saw and called him, her to him and said unto her, Woman, thou art loose from thy infirmity.
1: So, you're, laid his hands this will this, cure my back?
0: No, I, this won't cure your back, but this just shows that in the, in the Bible, in the Bible, um, Jesus healed somebody that had back ailments, and I wish that for you, that he would heal you in your back. Okay, thank okay. you so much. You're welcome.
1: <laughs> your reactions? You've seen the video before.
0: I did see the video. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm thinking to myself. I just had the fight with AT and T down the street. I'm coming to eat my my lunch in peace, to eat my Freddie Burger, whatever they call it, Freddie's Burgers. Butter, they're not Butter Burgers. That's that's no, they're not. That's that's, that's the other place. That's called yes. Okay, and and she was very nice. I'm going to my and she's reading me Bible passages, Luke thirteen eleven. Now, what's interesting was I'm
0: surprised you didn't say. Well, thank you for this, but I'm a pastor.
1: Well, what's interesting was that this is somewhat of a controversial passage. Do you know why? I don't. I called up one of my Jewish friends, and I talked to them about this, and they confirmed that this is a controversial passage in the Bible because Jesus was in a synagogue, and the lady he he put his hands on to straighten her back was a Jewish woman, and... Even more so, guess what day of the week it was? Sabbath. It was a Saturday, and the Jewish people condemned Jesus for doing a miracle on their Sabbath. You don't do nothing on the Sabbath. You know you you Yeah, you, that's true. Right, they right, they
0: do mean that. Right,
1: you do nothing and and Jesus no, nothing you come into our synagogue nothing. and you perform a miracle on the Sabbath. We're not happy with you. I'm going like, okay, this is just so weird. I mean it's just so weird You know And and once again She couldn't have been nicer Now You
0: thought that I was Punking you didn't you About what This lady
1: I was punk What do you mean
0: You You're like Am I being punked I'm like, did you think that I set that lady up for that?
1: No, I thought somebody did. I didn't think you did. I thought somebody that was going to have fun with me did it. I really did. I thought to myself, somebody followed me. Somebody's going, ha-ha, funny, funny. We're going to do this video. It's going to be like on, uh, you know, it's going to be on one of these YouTube channels. You're not going to believe what happened at Freddy's. Just the other day, we sent in Marjorie, who's our actor, and she pretended to be a Jesus freak. And she was trying to save people. Jesus freak.
0: Just because somebody (laughs) believes in the Bible doesn't mean that they're Jesus freak. She's trying to save
1: people at Freddy's. And and listen to this interaction where she talks to this old dude who's eighty seven years old this who old walks around like he's he's got a, a coat hanger stuck stuck up his butt. You know, hear what she says to him.
0: She did not say that to you.
1: What? That I had a coat hanger stuck stuck up my butt? Yes. No. <laughs>
0: I don't I mean ew. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but here's the interesting thing I was tempted to say And, and you said I, I acted sort of snarky Because I said I, I said, you know why I walk like that Because I get my butt kicked too often Okay, But my next thing Which
0: was Which is not completely <laughs> inaccurate
1: Right my next thing was going to be You know what I'm blind in my right eye Can you help me with that But I thought to myself no Because once again I am legally blind in my right eye Because back in 2002 20 years ago I had my LASIK surgery, which I was so excited about because it was going to be the first time in my life since, like, I was like, you know, four years old, because I wore glasses starting in kindergarten. Believe it or not. So did Tiffany. Yeah, it's terrible. Anyway, because I mean, my eyes have always been bad, and I had surgery. And Can you see the biggie? No, I could not. I Tiffany could. couldn't see the biggie. I couldn't she still biggie. can't see the biggie. I could not see the biggie for years and years and years. Had to wear it. For a long time, I wore contacts, and then I had problems with my eyes. I had to go back to glasses, and I hated it because I had the big old Coke bottles. And they. You know, and it's
0: funny because Tiffany, it was like a um, comfort to her. Glasses? Yes.
1: She liked glasses?
0: probably because she was blind as a bat.
1: What's wrong with that girl? I have to have a talk with her. No, you know, but of course nowadays the women wear we've talked about that they wear the goofy Mr. Magoo glasses. I was going like, "Okay, honey." You know, shouldn't say that. "Okay, ma'am." Oh, I'll get myself in trouble oh, for that. You have a
0: problem with saying honey to a woman but not, "Oh, you look so attractive today." <laughs> <laughs> but
1: that was what we did at the chamber event. <laughs> you got all upset with me about that cuz I wasn't supposed to say, "You look attractive." I was supposed to say, I "What? I look Stunning? You look nice today. How about if I said, you look stunning today? How about that? Nobody uses the word stunning. I do. You use the word stunning? Nobody I that's, do. that's one of the words nobody uses anymore. Oh, you...
0: That's
1: not true. Oh, my dear, you look stunning today. That's like, like some um, Zaja, Zsa Zsa Gabor movie. Oh, oh, you Oh, you look so great today. You look absolutely stunning. Pardon me, but do you have any gray poop on? You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Pardon me, sir. Okay,
1: so somebody's probably identified who that woman is by her voice, and now I'm going to get in trouble. Oh, I know. That's my friend. She lives down the street. She's a good Christian woman. Nobody
0: did that. I'm not making fun of her. I'm just saying. You did not make fun of her, no.
1: She was, you know what? I tell you, and I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I have, I love people that have a passion for this. Obviously, she has a passion for Jesus and God and the Bible, and I'm not going to make fun of her. I just thought it was just sort of strange that she sees me walk, and I do have a crazy limp because I've had all these crazy accidents. I've never told you about my industrial accident when I was when I was married um like for 6 months long time ago where I was almost killed. Did I ever tell you that story?
0: No, you have not. Never.
1: <laughs> yes. Literally almost Doesn't killed. Me. Almost killed and my wife thought literally I was dead because she when she went to the hospital they couldn't find me. And they thought she thought I was already in the morgue. <laughs> true story. I'm not kidding.
0: Or down at Friday's having onion rings.
1: There were no 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 not eating onion rings.
0: No no no
1: no 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 I
0: don't know. No 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 I don't know.
1: No that wasn't it. Okay we have to take a break at seven thirty two. Talk for a minute okay I gotta sneeze okay.
0: Okay So um I was gonna talk about this uh i i I actually forgot what i was going to talk about well here let me but i will tell you that i was having a hard day yesterday yeah and all of a sudden i got this text of this video of my little glam baby dancing to the music wow it was the absolute cutest thing and then i went over to my daughter's house and saw my glam baby and tiffany my daughter and so i was having a little baby meltdown and um so tiffany was like holding me like a baby you know that's kind of a thing we do and that little child harper walks over and puts her little bitty tiny itsy bitsy hand on my shoulder wow and starts patting me
1: wow because she knew that you were some alien being right
0: Yes, she did. Right. Actually, she gets very excited when she sees her grandma. Grandma, here we go. Okay, whatever. (laughs) She does. Whatever. What? What? Don't you be busting on my grandma name. I have shirts that say that.
1: I bet you do. (laughs) I bet you do. Okay. Little controversy here. Apparently, some people. I've had two or three people who have texted me that said that were criticizing what I said about the Bible passage. So I will read you. <laughs> this is Luke thirteen eleven. Okay? The okay. controversy is that Jesus performed miracles on the Sabbath. And I've had three people text me the same thing. I will read you what it says. On, on a Sabbath, Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues and a woman who was there who had been crippled by a spirit for 18 years. She was bent over and could not straighten up at all. That was me at Freddy's. When Jesus saw her, he called her forward and said to her, Woman, you are set free from your infirmity. Then he put his hands on her, and immediately she straightened up and praised God. Now, this is Luke 13, 14. Indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, the synagogue leader said to the people, There are six days for work, so come and be healed on those days, not on the Sabbath. He was upset because Jesus healed her, but he healed her on the Sabbath. And you're not supposed to be doing anything on the Sabbath.
0: That's really true.
1: <laughs> well, that's the Orthodox. That's the Orthodox Jews. There's, there's a company called B&H Photo, which is a big supplier of camera equipment. Now they've branched out. They do all sorts of professional audio and video equipment. Audio, you know, like really high-end stuff. But uh-huh. it's run by a family of... What do you call it Hasidic Jews isn't that what they call the like yes. the super the super duper ones the Hasidic Jews in New York City and if you go to their website after sunset on Friday, it tells you that their website you can't buy anything in the website and the and the you can't buy anything until sunset on Saturday, yes, when the Sabbath ends yes, so <laughs> I'm going like. At first, at first, I thought this was a joke. Somebody told no. me about this. You know, if you go to B&H Photo, you can't buy anything on Saturday. What do you mean you can't buy anything on Saturday? They shut the website down. All you can do is just look at stuff. You can't buy anything. I go, come on, give me a break. No, sure enough, if you go there on Saturday morning, guess what? It tells you you can't. If you put something in your cart, it won't let you check. Matter of fact, you can't even put anything in your cart. If you're trying to buy, I tried to buy a piece of equipment there one time that I could not find anywhere else that had a B&H Photo. I tried to buy it on a Saturday. They wouldn't let me buy it. I'm going like okay. They take their religious very religious very seriously, you know. And I'm not making they fun of do. them. They do, but I, you know, I'm not making fun of them. But see, that's the that's deal. That's no
0: different than than a a Christian. Yeah, but taking you, their religion seriously. Yeah, but yeah, you know. No,
1: no, no, no. Yeah, but no, 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 no. You have what you call. This is not me saying this. This is my Catholic friends. They ever heard the term what they call a cafeteria Catholic? You know what a cafeteria Catholic is? Have you ever heard this before? No, you don't even heard this before. No, a cafeteria. You know like when you go into the cafeteria, you're in line. You know you don't you don't have too many cafeterias anymore. But back in the day, you go to a cafeteria. You you know you move it along with your with your tray, and you go, oh, I'll take that that salad, and you move down, oh, I'll take a slice of sort of like a buffet kind of deal. Yeah. In other words, you pick and choose. We all know
0: what a cafeteria is. Okay,
1: Brad. you pick and choose what you want from the Catholic religion. That's what a cafeteria Catholic is. You don't conform to all the rules of Catholicism. You just pick the ones you like. <laughs> you never heard that term before? Cafeteria I have Catholic? Not. Oh yeah, yeah. I have Catholic friends of mine that kid about, oh yeah, he's a cafeteria Catholic. First time I heard that, I go, what is that? <laughs> That's someone that picks and chooses from what they want to, you know, if they you know, like for example, long time used to be that, you know, there are certain things that the Catholic you couldn't eat meat on Sat on Friday. You know what I mean? You had to eat fish. You know, yes. especially during Lent and stuff like that. But you're not supposed oh, to. And, yes. and for a long time, I mean, back in school, I can remember that, you know, the school I went to, a public school, Friday, it was always fish day. There was never meat on Friday. And one of my, you know, one of my friends back in the day when I was a kid, I go, why is that? Well, because they do it for us. We're Catholic. We can't eat meat on Friday. And they threw that rule out. I don't think that rule exists anymore. But see, there were people. There were Catholics who used to eat meat on Friday because they go out for steak dinner on Friday night, and they go, "Well, you know, I'm a cafeteria Catholic." Okay, fine, whatever.
0: <sighs> you feel better? No, it's just. What are you trying to justify here, Brad? I I, I must be missing. I'm your not point. trying to justify anything.
1: I just think it's sort of interesting. No.
0: Well, I. Do you feel like you got? Um, like yelled at by who? Whoever was texting you this information. No,
1: it's just that, see. I don't know about you, but if you get into a discussion with someone who is a real zealot, uh, yeah, a real religious zealot, you can never win. It's just no, like, you
0: can't. You that is very true.
1: It's just like you can never win in a discussion with somebody who's either for or against abortion there are certain things that you can never convince that person you know your belief is wrong and you know you can tell people people can say things like you know I think all Cadillacs are really wonderful cars. And I can say, well, they used to be, but not anymore because read the J.D. Powers things. Cadillacs have terrible problems. They have all these quality control issues, blah, 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 blah. They're not the cars they used to be. They're not the land yachts they used to be, blah, 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 blah. And you can explain to them that maybe Cadillacs are not the best cars anymore. Maybe it's something else. And just like, for example, I've got friends of mine who are BMW freaks, okay? There are BMWs, certain models of BMWs that are just trash, I mean they are junk, and there are certain engines in the BMW line. If you get fifty thousand miles out of the engine, you have done well, because what they've done is back in the day, and this is what's happened with you know even the Mercedes. Back in the day, they built those cars to be bulletproof, and they you know like for example, if you go back in the old Merce- the old Mercedes had the six cylinder diesel engine. I mean those things not unusual for those things to get you know eight nine million miles out of the cars, literally, not anymore because of the fact that they're designed, you know, with all this crazy weird stuff on it and this and that, you know, just like, for example, here we go again. General Motors did this years ago. And now they're doing the same thing. They have these engines that if you're driving along the highway, they turn off some of the cylinders. You know what I'm saying? Chevrolet have used to have this thing they called, I think it was the first in the Cadillac. It was called the V864. So in other words, if you, if you needed to accelerate, all eight cylinders are firing. And when you started to decelerate a little bit, it, Turn two of the cylinders off, and then if you're cruising along and you need all eight cylinders, only four cylinders were working, okay? They are a I wonder
0: if my L T D was like that. They
1: well this is this is Chevrolet. Not this is not, oh, this is not Ford. i I've, I've okay. never
0: been a Chevy person.
1: They've turned into I did
0: have a Tahoe though. That was lovely.
1: They've turned into horrendous engines. There's all sorts of problems with them. Terrible problems with them. Cadillac had the North Star engine. They bragged about it. hey, it's North Star engine. You get if I think the North Star engine went in the Cadillacs from like, you know, like mid 90s through like 2006, 2007. Horrible engines. If you get 50,000 miles out of that engine, you're amazing. Matter of fact, there's a guy who sells a kit. Believe it or not, this is when you're a real car nerd like like me. He sells a kit to rebuild the North Star engine. And he's got a patent on it. And even Chevrolet, like when you go to the Chevy dealer, if you have an, a Cadillac or the Cadillac dealer, if you have a Cadillac that has one of these North Star engines in it and you, they're going to rebuild the engine, they buy this kit from this guy who's not part of General Motors because he's figured out all the problems with the North Star engine and he's fixed it. So you buy this kit and it's like $2,000 worth of parts and heads, tools, and this whole bit. And then you put, because they had a problem with the head bolts. You know, I mean, and like, for example, Ford had a problem when they went there for years. Ford and their trucks used the International Harvester, the Navistar 7.3 diesel engine. They decided, we're not going to buy it from them anymore. We're just going to come out with our own. They came out with this Ford 6.0 junk with a capital J. I mean, you find me somebody who has a Ford 6.0 diesel, and and they will tell you that the engine's blown two or three times. I mean, they're just they're just junk. And it's certain cars, and it's it's across the board now. It used to be only certain cars, but now it's like you know, and especially the real expensive cars, the Mercedes, the BMWs, and things like that. Tons of problems with them. Tons of problems. You pay all that money for it. Now, once again, if you got if it's new, and you got it under warranty. What do you care? The engine blows, you just take it back in. They put a new engine in it. But if you buy it used, guess what? You're screwed. You know what I mean? I do. <laughs> Anyway, how are we talking about that? I have no idea. I don't
0: know. How do we talk about that?
1: You started it.
0: At... I usually do. Yeah,
1: seven forty eight. It is yep. BS.show, show, the second song I played. The first I didn't like, but that's a whole other story. Okay. Um yesterday <laughs> this is amazing. are Our...
0: you like, not like be happy?
1: Well, it was too long. We're running short here and we're up against the top of the hour and I can't I don't I played a shorter song. That was the reason I switched songs. A boo. A boo. A boo what? A boo what? Did you what? play a boo? No, 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 no. I just had to play shorty. Song. Okay. Uh, <laughs> listen to you. Okay. Yesterday, there was a bill introduced in Congress where almost all the Democrats voted against it and almost all the Republicans voted for it. You know what the bill was?
0: Probably about marijuana.
1: No, it was trying to get the the federal workers to return to their to their office. <laughs>
0: Good luck with that. (laughs) You know, I actually, if I would have worked for the FAA, I would have been essential. So I would have been still working. And same with uh, the secretarial, not the secretary, the administrative people. Right. They got to work from home.
1: Essentially what's happened is, we talked about this last week that That like in D.C., most of the office buildings, the federal office buildings are empty. And even the mayor of D.C. is trying to get the federal government to essentially say, either bring these people back to work or let us use the offices for homeless people. We'll convert these federal buildings into homeless shelters. Okay.
0: Which would be a great idea.
1: (laughs) I mean, nobody's, they're saying this is coming up and almost, I didn't even realize this when you think about this. Almost three years, because yes. the pandemic really started to hit in in March and April and 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 May of 2000. So here it is, 2023, or what did I say? 2020. I mean, I mean, 2020, not 2000. 2020. So three years later, most of the federal workers are still working from their home, and like for example, you go into downtown Clayton. Centene built these big fancy schmancy office buildings along Foresight there. You know, they have like two blocks of office buildings in Clayton now. They're almost totally empty. There's nobody in them.
0: And they own the Ritz-Carlton.
1: Yes. Well, there's people in the Ritz-Carlton. That's a whole other story. But anyway, what's interesting about this is it's like, why would the Democrats say, no, we don't want those people back? I don't understand this. You know, our country's gotten in this crazy weird divide where the Democrats are like, You know, it's to the point where, like, they can agree on nothing anymore. And this uh, it's it's, it's nearly every House Democrat on Wednesday voted against a Republican bill requiring federal agencies to end their COVID-era telework policies and force federal workers to return to their office. Is that weird or what? It's just—I mean, why wouldn't you want to have the federal employees back in their office? I mean, if you're a legislator—because not only that, if you're like—let's say you're a representative or or, or a senator— if you got a problem with something, a question, you go to that office and you knock on the door and there's somebody in the office. Well, not anymore. They're at home. So don't you think that all the legislators would rather have the people there in D.C. in their office where they could talk to them and meet them and ask them questions and things like that? No. But see, the Republicans are saying, hey, put them back in their offices. And the Democrats go, no, we don't want that. Let them work for home. Okay. Then why do we have all these fancy schmancy office buildings with nobody in it? You know what I mean? It's just sort of weird. Don't you don't you see that or you you don't agree with me on that?
0: I I do I do agree. I'm sorry. I'm trying to keep my pot down because my dogs are barking, but um
1: Well, you know, you got another 5 days till you can do that legally. I'm sorry? Keep your pot down.
0: <laughs> Why is it 5 days?
1: 7th February 7th. That's the day.
0: What what does that mean?
1: That's the day in say in Missouri. That that's when the medical marijuana dispensaries, if they applied for the general license, can start selling to anybody.
0: Really? Yeah, February seventh, like they do in Illinois.
1: Yeah, yeah. You, in other words, it's you can go to any of the places now that are the medical marijuana facilities that you have to have a card for, right. as of February seventh. Now, this is if they applied on time. You know, once again, I don't know if it went through the government. You know, if all the you know the teas got crossed and the crossed eyes got and dotted and got and, they, dotted. and everything got stamped with these approval stamp on it but that was the original deal they had a timeline remember I believe it was it was December the thing passed in November and December 7th I believe was the day when it was no longer a crime to be caught with marijuana under a certain amount in other words if you had personal use if you're driving down the highway and the cop pulled you over you could be like as of right now there's
0: actually a it's, it's a lot of pot you can you can have on. You.
1: Well, as of right now, if I'm not mistaken, don't hold me to this, and don't you know be smoking your your joint in public. But I believe that as of <laughs> okay, right Brad. now, no, I believe that as of right now, if you're driving on a highway and you're speeding, and the cop pulls you over, and you're smoking your doobie, you know, and smoking um, your doobie. <laughs> whatever, you know, you're look you're, at you, <laughs> you, got using slang, <laughs> <laughs> you got you're 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 token on the devil's you're doobie brothers, you, you take you're token on the devil's lettuce. Okay, so. I believe right now they can't arrest you. I think that's the way it is right now. But and That they can arrest cannot you? Cannot arrest you because it's been legalized as of, I believe that was December 7th. I'll look that up. We'll talk about it tomorrow. But I believe that was the December, because they had all these so things. So what does
0: that mean, that there's like two months that they have to, and, and the two months have passed?
1: No, no, no. What the, they, no. Had it, they had it in stages. First stage was... You could it was it was legal to have personal amounts of marijuana on you. So in other words, yes. it used to be if they pulled you over and you know, they searched your car and you had a little baggie in the in the glove compartment. Driving
0: down forty four, seeing right. drug stop next exit, deep, right. get off here. Right.
1: You know that. You know, okay. So it used to be they throw you in jail. Well now, if I'm not mistaken, don't do this until you you know, I'll go back to my old dispatcher days, check to your own satisfaction. Don't believe me. Uh, right now. You can have it in your car, and you can actually be smoking it. Now, here's here's the the problem. See, prob-
0: I don't understand that.
1: Well, but once again, it's I don't I don't I don't understand the whole thing because the problem is with alcohol. They can pull you over. They can do the field sobriety test. They can give you a little br- blood, you know, the the bat the blood alcohol test thing, the right. bat test. And if you refuse, they can go take you to a hospital and draw your blood and blah 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 stuff like that. Yes. Okay. There is no test for marijuana right now as Which i understand
0: so, they they'll come out with
1: one well but right now as i understand the state of missouri there's no test so if a cop pulls you over and he says you're driving impaired it would be very difficult for him to get a conviction because of the fact that how are they going to prove that you know if um, if by
0: the doobie hanging No your,
1: no but, but but between your two fingers no but the idea being is if you get pulled over for drunken driving they can prove the fact yes. the field they'll, sobriety they'll test come out
0: with somebody. well we should do that let's do that don't tell anybody,
1: Yeah. Okay. but
0: we should sit there and make a... Oh, hold it
1: Oh, you got four seconds to say goodbye.
0: Oh, have a great day, everybody. Peace and I fly.
1: 7.59, barely.
0: Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive, LLC. See you soon.